Hi, and welcome to Combos with Chloe. So today we're going to talk about the last step of the five steps of grief. Once again, those are denial, bargaining, depression, anger, and acceptance. In this episode, we're going to talk about acceptance and how acceptance comes into your life when it comes to your loss, as well as ways that you can add in things into your life and your loss to process the acceptance and move on from depression, from anger, from bargaining and denial and allowing yourself to commune and even develop an even more intimate relationship with God. Even with that, how to honor and love your lost one so that within that acceptance, you can also accept your love for your lost one as well as what he has in store for you in the future. Be back in just a second. Have you lost a child and or even know some people who've lost a child? One thing that I remember dealing with and still dealing with every day is how hard it is when Mother's Day comes around or even possibly the birthday of your child. As this happened, I didn't even know what gifts to get other people. And I also noticed that people didn't know what to say to me. Some people would kind of cautiously tell me Happy Mother's Day. And my older sister would give me cards saying Mother's Day. And sometimes people just wasn't sure what they should say. With that, I decided to make two low cards, the unforgotten loved one. These cards help you to be able to send to that friend a note, a love card to show them that you do recognize their loss, that you're there for them, and not feeling the need to have the right thing to say. We also have Mother's Day cards to celebrate the Heavenly Mother. So the next time when this comes up, you don't have to wonder what to say. You don't have to unconsciously or oddly not really sure what to say to that person. And also, if you would like to carve for yourself, please contact me and I would love to send you one. To find out more about Two Low Cards, go to www.chloemgooden.com. Scroll down to After Miscarriage and you can see more about it. Two Low Cards having the words to say without saying any words at all. Welcome back. And so we're going to talk about today the stage of acceptance and with that, how to honor your child in the midst of that acceptance. Um, I remember when I finally got to a place of accepting what happened, I wasn't angry anymore. I wasn't bargaining, nor was I in denial. And I would say I even was getting out of that depression stage. Um, Now, I would never say that throughout these past two years that I still didn't have moments of sadness, of um, just sitting back, wishing that I had a child and hoping for the future for a child or seeing somebody who's pregnant and wishing it was me. And I'm having my moments of being somber and sad about that. However, I was, though, I would say out of the depression stage, though. Um, and that's okay that even with this acceptance stage that you find yourself still crying sometimes or sad, totally normal. 
But within the acceptance stage, you kind of get to this place of not necessarily, oh, I'm happy and totally okay with what happened and excited about life. It's just more so you're moving past the stages that are upsetting and that stage of grief and loss and starting to view it in a different way, starting to possibly have different thoughts and memories about what happened. And even when you do that acceptance stage, it's certain things you can do to help you accept it. So for me, I do not like to act like things didn't happen. I'm super big on processing. Um, the bad thing about it, though, is that I like to kind of get to that, oh, I'm better and okay feeling. <laughs> and so I hate the patience of processing. But I do things that I know will help me process it in a um, healthier way. So I'll tell you some things that I did, um, as well as some places that I got to with acceptance. And I'm hoping that these things help you too. And you just got to do what's best for you. So for me, one of the things outside of me journaling was that I actually did um, a memorial service for my son, Solomon. Um, I really wanted to get him cremated because I wanted to feel like he was with me all the time. I still have that. Um, I didn't want to bury him somewhere. Even at the time we were in North Carolina and I was like, I'm not about to bury him in North Carolina because I knew we'd probably move again. I thought about burying in the backyard of my uh, parents, but um, I knew that it would take time to get there. And I just said, you know what? I want to cremate him that way he's i feel like a piece of him is with me because when you lose your child you feel like you totally lost something um that person's not with you anymore and it did give me some type of comfort feeling like i do have a piece of him and it just did something to my heart uh so for me i'm very creative and i love uh creating um, programs and uh, gifts. And um, I'm a teacher, so I'm um, a college instructor. So I love creating a creative and fun environment in my class. So I wanted to honor Solomon. Um, that way it felt like I did accept what was happening. I, I just didn't feel right not honoring him. I, I just did not feel that was right. I didn't want to act like, oh, we lost him and moving on with our lives. He was more special than, to me than that. I'm pretty sure your loss was way more special to you than that. And honor that. Honor him. Um, honor her. Um, and honor your pregnancy and this loss. So what I did was um, my parents were there and I had it really small. It was just my husband at the time and my mother and my father and myself. Like I said, they came up there right on time to be able to see him before he was cremated. And um, I'm not going to say I made it fun because it's not fun doing this, um, but more so enjoy putting together this for Solomon. So I knew I was getting him cremated. So I went on Amazon and I bought him one of those cremation urns. And I even went to a, what do you call it? A um, place where they make trophies and engrave things. And I got his name engraved. It was really long because my um, husband at the time, his name was Nigerian, but they figured out how to make it work. And I put on there November 8th, 2019. And I got a really, it came with a really pretty velvet royal blue box. And uh, the arm was really pretty. And I got engraved and people were so nice about it. Um, they gave me like a discount there. And even when we went to the funeral home, he was like, I don't charge for this type of thing. I mean, God was just really loving through a lot of people. And so I actually created a program. I created a program of singing a hymn and well, we sung a hymn together. We had prayer. I had my dad do a prayer and my husband at the time do a prayer. And I had it where 
every person was able to either write something to Solomon or say something to him. Even the gifts that I received for him, the baby clothes, the things that people wrote on his page at the funeral home. I even took a picture of how they had his name on the funeral home, a little, uh, the I forgot what they call those things, the sign outside, and I had it all in a box. And I even put my letter to him and the things people said. And I left it open, had the urn out there, and I had flowers that people sent. And I just made it just like it was, you know, a funeral for him. And we went through the program. I even made the program. I printed it out, decorated it. That's just how I rolled. And I had gave everybody a program, and we went through it. We did the song and we prayed and we went through what we wanted to say to Solomon. And my mom read some things that my siblings said. And we said some things that his family said. And we had our tears. And afterwards, um, we prayed and we sang a song. And I remember putting all his stuff up in the box. And it was such a sweet moment. It was such a loving moment. It helped me feel like I honored my son, because he didn't matter. And he was within my life. And I did have him. And it just did something for me. And it helped me close that part of my life, that chapter, not necessarily forever in regards to forgetting about him. But just like when you have a funeral, do that for yourself. Uh, have a memorial with your close family members or yourself, just whatever you have to do to honor that loved one. You don't have to act like that it didn't happen. You don't have to act like it wasn't there. Um, and it helped me to push past it so that I could get to a place of being grateful and thankful for, to God for the time that I did spend with Solomon. And I started being grateful um, for being able to hold him, being able to see his ultrasounds. And I put his ultrasounds in the box, too. I remember one day getting an ultrasound and he was moving around so much. <laughs> and I remember us thinking like, oh, this child is going to be something else. Like he just was moving around and moving around. And um, I was able to just thank God for the blessing of holding a child. I think even when I was holding Solomon, I didn't realize how um, much of a miracle that is to have a child and hold the child. And I started just really realizing how not only grateful I was about it, but how much of a treasure it is to be I'm a mother and holding a child. Something else you can do is keep everything people gave you. Somebody gave us those flowers that basically never die. And it was a really big one. And I had a small one. And my mom kept the big one. I kept the small one. And I still have them. Uh, and I just keep that thing watered. That makes me feel like still got Solomon with me a little bit. And um, I kept all the gifts that were given to me. Um, God showed me so much love through people. And um, I had so many gifts of things to kind of keep me going. My sorority sisters gave me a necklace with his um, letter, his, um, uh, excuse me, his abbreviation of his name. I had mom on the other side. Just whatever you got to do to feel like you um, are able to kind of keep their life going. Um, and not necessarily life going where you're not accepting it, but that honoring. You know, when you have children in the future, honor that child. Let your child know like you had a big brother or big sister and show them the ultrasound pictures or show them um, being you finding out they were pregnant, you were pregnant with them. But I kept a lot of stuff, put it in the box. I uh, still have it uh, to this day. Um, also, 
be okay with acknowledging Mother's Day for others and yourself. Um, I actually created two little cards, the Unforgotten Loved One, because I noticed people were really odd about Mother's Day with me, and I almost didn't know what to say to other people either. And do I, you know, uh, not accept, but do I honor Mother's Day? Do I honor his birthday? Um, the first year, I did honor his birthday. Can't remember what I did, <laughs> but I did honor him. Oh, I remember. So a um, friend of mine gave me this really pretty glass light box and it had his name on there and I think it said um something about heaven and him being an angel and him still being with us and it had these really pretty lights on the inside so what I did the week of his birthday I put that light up and I put his ultrasound picture up and I put his I, had, I was able to get footprints from the hospital so grateful for that and I just had it up and I you know just acknowledged that this week is Solomon's birthday and God is so amazing. Um, that week, a lot of the people around me didn't know that it was Solomon's birthday that week. And I remember every day somebody was around me. A friend of mine visited me for two days. Another friend visited me for two days. Then the people that I nanny out of nowhere asked me, did I want to go on a Florida trip with them? Expenses paid, just wanted me to help with the kids. That entire week was filled with people loving me. And I know that God used them. To love me. He loved me through them. Acknowledge what's going on and God will show you so much love during that week. And I think I even remember um, I was in a small group and they wrote a poem about Solomon and I still have that. So it's okay to acknowledge them in a memorial or when Mother's Day comes up or their birthday comes up and keeping those gifts. It's okay. Um, it helps you accept it. I have gotten to a place that now, I'll admit, sometimes I forget that I had a child just because, you know, when you don't have them with you, you're like, oh, my God, I had a child, which is crazy. Um, but I'm at a place that I see why it happened. I see why God allowed it to happen. I believe God makes things like that happen. I think he allows it. And I mean, I'll talk more in the future um, on some possible reasonings or questioning God about it. I am grateful that Solomon is with God and I know I'll see him one day and I'm really excited to have that moment with him. I have accepted that um, I am a mother. I'm a heavenly mom and him not being here doesn't change that I'm a mother. And I've accepted that I love him. I'll always love him and I'll see him one day. And it's okay. And that's, that's where God got me to. He got me to a place of it's okay because everything works out for our good. And I got to this place. You know what? Solomon's supposed to be here. He'll be here. If, if it was for his good and my good, he would be here. And that's why I got to that. You know what? He's right where he's supposed to be. Because if he was supposed to be here, he would. Now, don't get me wrong. If you are not in that place yet, it's okay. I hate it hearing people. Oh, it's for your good. And got to give you another one. Shut up. <laughs> I used to hate that. Oh. But I did get to a place that um, I accepted it too. And I know that um, he's in a good place. So know that you will get there one day. I don't know how long it'll take. It's okay that it takes time. Like I said, I still have my moments sometimes that I cry, but it's in a place of accepting it and knowing um, that I'll get to see him one day and that I'll be a mom one day, whether it's through adoption or uh, through my own children. So I know that you'll get there. I will be with you every step of the way. And I hope my resources help you get there. 
till then, um, know that your child is getting taken care of very well. He's in the best place that anybody could be. He's with God and um, they're having a great life with him. And that's why as well, as always, I'll be praying for you and I know things will get better. And I pray through the rest of all of these segments that it does help you to get through this and that you are having a beautiful life on earth and you'll continue to have a beautiful life on earth even after this and eternity with heaven. And guess what? You'll get to spend it with your child. I hope you have a wonderful day. God bless. I hope this episode helped you. As always, you can go to www.chloemgooden.com. Click on ministries and after miscarriage for any other resources of hope, encouragement, and healing. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful day. God bless. As always, you can visit ChloeMGooden.com for more books, blogs, podcast topics, as well as resources. You can also contact me there for any questions and or also if you have anything that you want to inquire about with the podcast, as well as speaking events. As always, I hope that I'm able to lead you into healing, hope, strength, and fulfillment through Christ. And make sure to subscribe so you can learn more about the Chloe M. Good Ministries, as well as stay up to date. Until next time, God bless.